Do you constantly have an idea in your head and wonder, can I make money from this? Do you find yourself pulled in one direction, but life pulls you back? Do you have something that just lights you up, but you don't know what to do with it? Get ready to put your passion to work because Michelle Marie is in the house and she's going to help you pursue your passion and turn it into a profitable business. Hey there, mom boss. Welcome to the Social Media for Mompreneurs podcast. I'm Allison Scholes, brand strategist and lifestyle stock photographer. And yes, I'm that boss lady in sweatpants. If you're ready to fine tune your personal brand, grow your business on social media, learn some really cool marketing hacks, all while balancing family life, then girl, you're in the right spot. And please don't be shy. You can connect with me over at bossladyinsweatpants.com. If you're ready for today's show, go ahead and hand out the kids' tablets, open those juice boxes, grab your coffee, and hide in your closet. It's time to dive in. Hi, Michelle. Welcome to the show. Hi, Allison. Thank you for having me. I've been so excited for days to talk to you. Oh, I'm so happy. I'm excited to have you here on the show. And of course, we're going to jump into our amazing topic, passion, right? We all have passion. Mm. But before we do, I want you to tell our listeners who you are and what's your business. Sure. Well, my name is Michelle Marie. I'm the owner of PutYourPassionToWork.com. And I'm a mindset and business coach. I help two kinds of women. I help women who are looking to find and discover their passion and put it to work. And then I also do business coaching for women who, like me, have a passion of helping others and they themselves want to start or launch their own coaching business. Well, this leads me right into my first question. So thanks for that easy you know, transformation there. <laughs> So how do we really know what our passion is? Like, how did you really define your passion? Such a good question. It can often be a loaded question because we put so much onus and energy into it that sometimes we aren't open to receiving the clues that God or the universe is giving to us. Um, So I'll share my story, kind of my journey with you. And I think that'll lend an answer to that question because for me, it was a long journey. And I think a lot of people can relate to that. All my life, I took the easy route, meaning I took the safe route of going to school right out of high school getting a job, a nine to five at a large corporation, which I, matter of fact, I still work at to this day, half of my life, 18 years. And it was upon that realization that this time last year, that I was going to be spending half my life at this company. And it caused me to reflect and also to look more towards my future more so than I ever had. And I'm a very goal oriented driven person. So I'm always looking to the future. It seems like And I realized I wasn't happy. Like I I checked boxes and I have a wonderful family, husband, I have two boys. So my personal life really felt amazing and I was satisfied. But my career that I worked so hard for and invested two degrees in, in debt, six figures with my school loans, et cetera. And here I was still left feeling unfulfilled and that didn't feel right. I said, something must be wrong with me. But it was through that self-discovery that I realized so many people do the same thing. We are told we need to go work for that job until we retire and then you go and enjoy life. And all the while I was having these conversations with people in my life who felt just like me. We felt stuck almost on one end of the spectrum. It was soul sucking to be in your job too. Oh, we're just not happy. We have a boss that we don't like. We're doing work we don't like, but we feel stuck because we're 
mid-career, mid-30s or, or older, and we just felt like there's nothing left. And that's just simply not true. And I'm living proof of that because now I'm working towards building a coaching business that can eventually replace my nine to five, or at least that's the goal. I have this beautiful meshing of both worlds, my nine to five and then my coaching business. And my coaching business is really what my passion is and where my heart is. And so I feel so much more fulfilled. And that's like my mission for everyone that I work with, my clients and students. I guess in that story, the takeaway is to know that first of all, that feeling is very common, that feeling of feeling stuck, unfulfilled, that you're made for something more beyond motherhood, beyond your spirituality that you can find your passion. And because it's your passion, you would probably do it for free. And you can have this monetization because we're in this beautiful online space in this day and age where we can go global. We can meet anyone like how we've met and connected and really monetize our passion. And so that's really the ultimate like pinnacle or purpose when you look at a scale of passion is that you want to be at that top of that triangle living out your purpose. And that's what I help people achieve. I love your story. And when you were talking about your story, going to school, you know, doing the best you could, that sounded like me. You know, we were taught that you, you go to school, you go to college. I even went back and got my master's and I was teaching and yes, I love my family and I was happy at home. And even though I was doing so well at work, I hated it. I just hated it. And I knew there was something more, but it's almost like, people still don't talk about entrepreneurship. I still feel like it's such a foreign term to the nine to five corporate world. So I'm so glad you're here to talk about this. What steps can a busy mom take to zone in on her passion or her zone of genius? So far, that's been my life's work and mission is to develop a scale or something tangible that we can measure our passion against. And that sounds kind of silly. It's like a scientific approach or trying to put some tangible thing around this energy because that's all passion is, is energy. And I tell my clients that they are like a vehicle. Picture yourself as a vehicle and the passion is the gasoline for the vehicle. And we can't always operate at a level 10 passion, right? If that happens, if you're driving your car and you're speeding, what happens? The gas runs out sooner. So we have to manage that energy and that passion. And just because we're not always operating at a level 10, like my coaching business, I'm not always inspired action, super geeked. There's times where it ebbs and flows and you have to start to say, okay, do I need to stop at a gas station and refuel? And so step one, I would say is refueling us. I know you have a lot of moms in your audience, Allison, and that right there is busy, hectic, wearing lots of hats <laughs> and who comes last in that equation. A lot of the time, let's be real. It's us. right. <laughs> and so step one is super easy and you can do it right now. You can start today, fill your bucket, fill your vase. I need you guys to identify what lights you up, what gives you energy, what refuels you. And if you're an introvert, that might be quiet time, reading a book, watching your favorite Netflix show and not feeling guilty about it, especially if you're trying to build a business. And then where does your energy get drained? Because we don't live in a perfect world where we can avoid the things that drain us. Like there are certain things in my nine to five that drain me and I know this, but then guess what I do? 
I fill up my bucket with things that energize me that I love and that fuels my car. I go to the gas station refuel so that I can put my energy to the thing that I love, which is coaching, obviously my family. Um, but when, when, we're, when we're talking business it, and especially as coaches, our energy goes to others and we have to be very mindful of that and manage that. So step one is filling your own bucket, identifying what really lights you up and putting that into practice, especially as a mom. And that's hard to do. Oh yeah. <laughs> We're living proof of that. And that's probably one of my weirdest tips I can give someone who is on this entrepreneurship journey. I'm taking better care of myself now than I ever have before I even started a business. And I'm like, why is that? Well, it's what I just said. I have to manage my energy. I want to show up and be my best. And it's a be- I've built a beautiful habit now where I'm like, I'm on the roller coaster and I'm sure I'll fall off at some point and then I'll get back on. And it's important to know that and, and really lead with your intuition and definitely go to step two, which I'll share with you in a second too, is after you're filling your bucket and you feel good and fulfilled, now you can explore what you want to be when you grow up and we're all grown ups, and that's still a valid question by the way that's awesome and you know i love how you said that you take care of yourself more now than you did because i was the same way where as simple as taking care of myself because i love to exercise but before i'd be like oh no i have to take care of the kids and the house and dinner i'll exercise at night well guess what do you think i ever did it because mm-hmm. I had no energy left. So now it's a priority. It's the first thing I do is I exercise and I take care of myself first. And then I have such better energy for the rest of the day. And you know I can serve my family, serve my business. So I love that you said that. Yeah. And it's been a really big lesson for me because when I first started the business, I was like you, manage the kids, manage the nine to five, manage the dinner, the laundry. I was still doing all the things at home. And then when the boys went to bed, I I told people I've literally built my business after bedtime. So that didn't leave much room for my number one thing that I also love to do like you is exercise. I would put that last, I started gaining weight. I was tired. I was feeling like, well, Oprah wakes up at five in the morning. I should wake up at five in the morning in order to be successful. And I just, again, had a end up listening to my own intuition and really putting myself first. So yeah, that's, that's definitely the first things that our ladies need to do is take care of themselves, fill up their bucket, do the thing, move your body, get those energy reserves up, and then ask yourself a couple of these questions that I'll post to the group. And the rest of these questions are all in my ultimate guide to pursuing your passion. And I'll share that with your group too. Oh, awesome. So what breakthroughs have you had since becoming an entrepreneur? I would say besides the self-care aspect is listening to my own intuition, listening to my gut. There's a lot of noise out there. One of our mentors talks about this in her podcast actually yesterday. And I was like, preach, uh-huh, Stephanie Gass, <laughs> the mompreneur mastermind will shout her out. And that's how we connected by the way. But there's a lot of noise. And if you're not confident and listening to your own intuition about where you think you should go, you're going to be all over the place. And I'm living proof of that. I was like, well, I see this person who's successful and she has an online course and membership. So that's what I need to do. Then you go follow some other guru that you're really feeling aligned to. And what she does is she's a six figure entrepreneur that goes on all these mastermind retreats and that sounds amazing. And I love speaking in front of people. So let's go do that. 
well, that's not aligned to my core values and my family values of me wanting to be at home when the boys get on and off the bus. And I love travel, but it has to be manageable around my family. So all of a sudden you're pulled in all these different directions, yet you're not following here. And I'm pointing to my heart, you're not following what's in here. And so I think that's where a lot of the people get the heart centered entrepreneur title from. And that's what exactly why I branched off from just teaching hardcore business strategies and into the mindset, because you really need to have both. You can, I can give you all the strategies all day long, Allison, but if you aren't feeling aligned, then you're going to fizz out. You're going to be a one hit wonder and your business is going to be alive for one year or less, and then it's going to fall off. And so we need to manage both. I literally last night looked at my vision board and I actually crossed something off and I smiled. Yay! I was relieved because just like you, I am watching all of these other entrepreneurs who are successful and they're saying, I do this, I do that, take action, do this, do that. And they're all great ideas. And I know I could do them, but like you said, they weren't aligning with me. They were not lighting me up. And it was just haunting me day in and day out. And I wasn't going to get it done. And I just crossed it off. It's not going to help me right now, maybe down the road, right? (laughs) But not now. So I love that you said that. So here is For anyone listening and they're really getting zoned in on their passion and they have that gut feeling and they want to do something with it. Here's the ultimate question. How can someone put their passion to work and turn it into a business? Because I think that's what frightens most people. They have that passion and it fuels them up every day and they're ready to hit the gas, but they just don't have the tips or the knowledge or the strategy to actually turn it into a business? This is the good thing about that question. And it's the ultimate holy grail. I'm developing, as we speak right now, I showed you my scratch paper. Mm -hmm. I'm developing a model that someone can, if they want to get to the pinnacle of this triangle and the tip of the triangle is the holy grail of your purpose. And ultimately that's probably where most of us want to go, which is, I love what I do. I live my passion every day and I make money doing it. Not only do I make money doing it, I make a living doing it and I'm able to provide very well for my family. So that's like the top of the triangle. And you have to identify first, is that where you want to go? Because you can have this passion and just keep it as a hobby. And that's okay too. And if you try to push it into a business and put all these parameters around it, you can actually lose passion. But For our audience, moms are trying to put their passion to work and build a business and monetize, then it's really simple. It's having the belief that you can do it. So long, I didn't have the belief and the confidence. And I thought, you know, this woman over here, she's making six, seven figures, doing what she loves. You can tell it's apparent. And that's not, that's just not for me. I've already have my path. It's set. I have my nine to five. I can't do that. That's too big of a step. Like you see how how these blocks are happening, what I'm telling myself, mindset blocks, fear, lack of confidence. So first you need to have that belief. And second, you get to go do what you love. The second thing, and this is also on this scale, this passion scale that I'm developing, is that you have this initial interest and you have this little ping or fire or curiosity, right? And it gives you a burst of happiness. And when it's real, when you're really lit up and on fire, it's that inspired action. It's like, I can do anything. It's like, it's hard to describe, but it's like you're on fire in a good way, <laughs> not right. like running around. I'm on fire away, but it's that 
inspired action and that's where you want to live, but also manage like I talked about before. And when you're here, that's when the magic happens. I got my first client out of inspired action going against what my business coach at the time was telling me to do. And when I told her how I got my first client, she kind of sat back and she's like, wow, I was thinking, was she thinking that this was a fluke or whatever. And then I started to do it again and again. Then I followed a launch method that I wasn't super aligned or inspired with. And guess what? It was a flop. Hmm. So again, that, that passion, that energy and that alignment. So having the belief you can do it and then asking yourself a few questions and journaling can also really be an eye opener and a light bulb moment for many women. So I can share with you a couple of those questions. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And they're not questions that you haven't heard. Chances are you might've heard them before, but I really want you to, to listen and be open to the answer, no matter what it is, no judgment, no one's going to see these answers, but you, if you download my guide, but um, one of the questions, and there's seven of them is if every profession paid $200,000, I could see myself doing blank. Now, this might seem like a funny question, and it's hard to keep reality removed from this one because it's almost like you have to dream. Yeah, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm asking you to step out of your comfort zone and dream a little bit and take away all the societal factors that goes into a career and et cetera. But often when we remove the pressure of financial success, our passions seem a little bit more attainable and realistic. And it's a lot more realistic to make $200,000 than it is a million. So if I asked you, oh, if everything paid a million, what would you do, Allison? You'd be like, well, that's hard to wrap my mind around. <laughs> so 200000 it's that's a good chunk. Right. Like you could make a good living in most uh, areas of the U.S. making two hundred k. So that's a good question you can ask yourself. And don't judge the answers, you guys. Just list it out, everything. It can be the most outrageous things from astronaut to librarian or whatever, because the next questions will explore maybe what those things have in common, those core values. Now, do you encourage people to answer with their hearts and not the brain? Like, I I feel like they battle, right? (laughs) Yes, I encourage both. And this is sort of a new adventure for me. So I'm always working with a coach. I am a coach. I believe wholeheartedly in the industry. And I'm, it's, the ABC method, always be coaching or always be coached. I cannot sit here and charge premium to receive coaching and then not receive it and then expect to have clients pay me a premium. So it's like this beautiful butterfly effect. So I'm working with a deep inner work coach and she's teaching me. And now I get to teach you guys the feminine and the masculine energy. I had no idea what that meant. I was like, huh? Okay. What, what is this stuff here? I'm very open. So I I explored it. And now I know the masculine energy is the to-do list, the pros and cons list, the very heady brainy, not to take away that saying women who are feminine don't have that Mm because we have both, but you need to explore both. And we as women have an advantage of the feminine energy. And that's where the heart comes in. That's the intuition that's sitting in it and saying, okay, here's the Here's the list I just wrote out. Now, what am I feeling towards it? What, where does my energy go? And that's the feminine. So you really do need to have a little bit of a balance of both. If you have one more than the other, it's too much. You, you kind of have to balance it because if you put too much heart into it and then you leave the brain out of it, then that's when we start to backfire a little bit and backtrack and, and lose that confidence, I think, in ourselves and our abilities and our passions. Oh, that's so interesting. All right. Continue with your questions. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Again, here's another common question. 
And it's something that is really eye-opening if you aren't very self-aware or if you're just at a point in your life where you're going through the motions and you need a little bit of outward help. This is where really a coach can come in or just people in your life that you trust and you can ask them, what do you think I'm good at? What do my friends and family come to me for help and advice for? This one was really big for me when I asked myself this because I had everything from, well, you're really good at writing resumes barf. Okay. Side (laughs) note, I'm not going to do that for a living. I do have that natural knack for pulling out experiences and people's expertise and putting it on a written form. Cool. I like that skill. All right. I can use that skill in other areas. What else? Uh, People come to me for advice. If I always said, if I wasn't a coach, I would be a psychiatrist. I love therapy. I love helping people with their problems. That was a big one that this question pulled out in me. I love helping people. And I wrote that down and I'm thinking, I went back to it and I said, well, there's a million ways you can help someone. You can help someone when they're bleeding. You can help someone go through a traumatic time. You can help someone with their internet connection. Do you know what I mean? Right. It goes deeper than that. And once I answered that question and I saw this commonality thread of people, communication, listening, those things that I just mentioned, it it was very apparent that the word coach. Now, now I can start exploring coaching. And this is the questions I asked myself before I was in my business and had my brand. At that point in time on my journey of self-discovery, hopefully I'm not going too much all over the place here, is I invested in my coaching, went on a couple of discovery calls to explore this further, to kind of get that outward, not unbiased person outside of my life to help me explore. And I think what you said is so profound because a lot of us moms who multitask and we want to get things done, right? You can't just jump in and go, oh, well, this is my passion. You have to take the time to go through that discovery period. And for myself, I did the same thing, Michelle. I invested in a coach over a year ago and it took me maybe a good six weeks to really sit down and she asked similar questions and Mm. writing it down. And I even went through an exercise of going through 90 days of all my spending receipts and I had to categorize them to see where I spent most money that made me happen or happy (laughs) and what was it spent on and what can I pull out of there of where my passion is. And it you know, and for me, it was all like the creative stuff. And it was kind of an eye opener, like, well, I'm spending a lot of money on like creative things or apps or something. So Mm -hmm. maybe that creativity needs to come out of me more. So it's so true to spend so much more time in that discovery period. And if you need to spend more time in it, then spend more time in it. (laughs) Yeah. And it's hard to manage that. It's hard. I can't sit there and work with someone on day one and say in 90 days, you'll have your passion it might take longer. It might take less. It's how open you are, how self-aware you are, how much you want to face it. Cause it might be fearful living. Our exact passion is fearful because that requires change. And as humans, we're hardwired to really not like change back from our caveman days. Um, the exercise you went through, I think is great. I think it's a very masculine exercise to go back. I think if that was an exercise I did, I should be a wine connoisseur. <laughs> I spend a lot of money on wine, but but I think that's great. It's again that I think the magic thing you just said is these being self-aware, starting to actualize and live in your truth that you were put on this earth for a reason. P.S. You can have multiple passions. 
I have two very separate mini brands within my brand and it's working amazingly well and I love it and I'll continue to do that. Another thing that's a great blessing is when you take some time to look outwardly at how others view you and your value that you bring, it's so refreshing and so encouraging so that if you're doubting your passions and abilities, that's definitely something you want to do is you want to start exploring, asking others, journaling, kind of, you know, doing these soft skill things that really in the long run will help you get so clear. And then the fun part is we can start to monetize. And that is the fun part. (laughs) So do you actually offer this exercise of the seven questions? Do you actually offer that on your website? I do. Yes. I'll send you a link, but it's the ultimate guide to pursuing your passion. And it's seven journal prompts that you can go through. I went through a couple of the questions with you guys already. And at the end of that, there's an invitation to connect with me on social media. If you wanted to explore that further, you can always get in touch with me that way or, you know, look for a coach or really go through those questions and see what comes out and then take the next steps there by going to the business side of my website and kind of getting ideas on how to monetize. That's awesome. So if you were to give a mom who's listening that feels pulled in a million directions, knows that she was put on this earth to do more, what's the number one advice you'd give her? Tangibly clear your calendar. I want you to take off something on your plate. Take it off. Are you volunteering? And you maybe you love to volunteer, let's say, but can you take a step back with setting a boundary to say no to something that you need to say no to, but you keep saying yes to? I love that. Say no. And it's okay to say no. And I have been guilty of that. You say yes to everything and everybody because we're moms and, you know, we, we want that superhero mom feeling and we want to please everybody. That was amazing advice. It's okay to say no. Yeah. And then here's a bonus. After you say no and you free up, let's say one hour a week of your calendar, I want you to find, I call it the fringe hours find those fringe hours of time, those little pockets of time that you can dedicate to yourself and to your passions, either one to explore what those are, or after you've identified some, start building that that scale that I'm developing, that bottom of the triangle, that initial interest and engagement. Spend one hour a week reading, researching, nerding out to whatever your passion is. And from there, I believe it will really take off. And you can become fully engaged. And then as you find more fringe hours, you spend more time, you are doing what lights you up. You're saying no to the things that don't light you up. And then it's just this, again, this beautiful like snowball effect. That's awesome. Michelle, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for empowering and inspiring the women and the moms out there, because I know there are so many women out there that just have this calling in their heart and they just don't know the next step to take. So thank you for being there for them. And I can't wait to have you again on our show. You're so welcome. This was such a fun conversation. And I hope everyone does one thing that we talked about today. And if they're looking for more help, just reach out. Thanks, Michelle. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in today. If you loved today's episode and walked away with value, then please head over to iTunes, social media for mompreneurs, and leave a review and subscribe to the channel. This would make my day. And don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at Allison Scholes or grab some freebies over at bossladyandsweatpants.com. Take care. I'll see you next time.